This podcast is brought to you by JList.com. Right now on JList.com, they have their snack boxes. They're all set to go for the month of May. So if you want to get some cool Japanese snacks to eat while you watch your favorite anime, you can head over to JList.com forward slash box for a limited time only. No subscription required. So head over there and grab yourself some cool Japanese snacks. I know I'll be eating them and probably feeding them to Kazuo. Mmm, yummy. So the the big news item for this week that I've selected is that people are bitching already because Attack on Titan season two is only twelve episodes. Oh no! Yeah, I mean it's going to take them at least eleven episodes to move a boulder. So yeah, that shit. means there's only one episode of story now. Just- and and, I, and I, I get it, I do, I really do. I mean, you waited for four years, and you finally got the second season of Attack on Titan, and you only get twelve episodes. It seems like a load of bullshit. It's basically like over the course of the last, you know, 48 months, you waited four months per episode. You are listening to the Anime Addicts Anonymous podcast. Make your anime addiction worse at aaapodcast.com. And now, here are your anime addicts. And welcome to the 367th episode of the Anime Addicts Anonymous podcast. As always, I am your host, Mitsugi, and I am joined by a single wonderful co-host today. His name is Kazuo. What's up, brother? What's up, Mitsugi? It's good to be back. It's just the two of us. Just the two of us. Building castles in the sky. That's right. So, and, and of course, all of you out there listening, you can be the third chair today. So thank you for tuning in wherever you are, whatever you're doing. It's a pleasure to have you with us. We love you. And, of course, if you want to love us back, you can do it at our website, www.aaapodcast.com. That's where all the cool shit's going down. You can get our hentai episodes on there where we talk about outrageously funny and usually perverted things every every week. And also, we have our Hobby Addicts on there, which Kazo and I just recorded a Hobby Addicts on building a custom PC. Because he's right. interested in building himself a gaming PC. We got super nerdy. We broke it down. Yeah. We discussed all the things you need and why might one might build a PC. So, it was fun. Prices, components, playing video games in your swimming pool, <laughs> all that stuff and more. You can get it on our website, www.aaapodcast.com aaapodcast.com. We're also on iTunes and Google Play, so check us out on there. That's probably the easiest place to find us, and Cosmo would like you to know that we have we have passed the devil number. It's unfortunate. I, I wish we could have stayed there forever, but um, our Facebook group page has now grown beyond 666 members. Oh, shit! So, uh, here's to uh, 600... We're getting... Yeah. So head over to the, to the group page at, at what is the group? What is the address? It's uh, facebook.com slash groups slash AAA podcast. This is some real shit now, dude. There's like 700 people talking in there. If you build it, they will come. They will come. Indeed. All over themselves. You, a, oh, no. No? Sorry. No. Too much? I, okay. Too, way too much. Sorry. So on this episode, <laughs> we, we were going to talk about Japan because we just got back, but the girls were like, oh, you know, we decided we don't want to do it, so the girls aren't here. Hold on, wait a minute. Are you telling me... Oh, is that not how it went down? Are you telling me the girls flaked out on us? It was like, oh, this week we're going to review one of Chiaki's anime, so Chiaki was like, nah, 
I don't want to do that. <laughs> I'm not going to be here. We should have messed with them and reviewed Yuri on Ice. Oh, we should have. <laughs> that would have been so terrible. Anyway, so Kazu and I shook up the schedule a bit. Um, and we are going to be doing a, a catch up on our mailbags because when you go to Japan for two weeks, guess what? Two more weeks of mailbags come in and you That's haven't done any of them. So we got to do that. And we're going to, and we're going to review interviews with monster girls, which was a, a fun little show. If you want to know what we're going to do on the next four podcast episodes, you can go to our website and look and go scroll down the page a bit. And I have a nice little list of each episode coming up in the, in the future weeks. I update it every week. So you'll always know what's coming up in the, down the pipeline. Definitely recommend you, you do that. If you're, if you're following the podcast. <laughs> So the the big news item for this week that I've selected is that people are bitching already because Attack on Titan season two is only twelve episodes. Oh no! Yeah, I mean it's going to take him at least eleven episodes to move a boulder. So yeah, that shit. means there's only one episode of story now. I'm just kidding. They're going to run through that field away from the Titans for like three episodes. Yeah, so people are pissed because they've been waiting for and and I, and I I get it. I do. I really do. I mean, you waited for four years, and you finally got the second season of Attack on Titan, and you only get 12 episodes. It seems like a load of bullshit. It's basically like over the course of the last, you know, 48 months, you waited four months per episode. I mean, if you, if you break it down like that. Yeah, that's a great point. People are pissed, and, uh, and I sort of get it, you know? So they're complaining because they wanted a full length, tw- they wanted a full 26 episode season. They didn't get that. But of course, various staffers from the industry are very quick to jump in and lay the smack down on the un- on the unknowledgeable fan base of for anime. So there were some people that on Twitter that were lighting up Twitter because people were bitching, and according to them, and it was it's due to to overproduction of anime and shortage of animators that result in not really a want but more like an inability to create more than 12 episodes of Attack on Titan. Now, I don't really buy this. I think that if they wanted to get 26 episode anime come out all the time. We see it all the time. Like Ajin, for example, we just reviewed that. True. I mean, a season came out, they took a season off, and guess what? They did another season. It's not that hard. Yeah, I don't know. Well, yeah, I'm not sure why it's so difficult with this show. It happens all the time, you know? There's another Love Live show every other season. So... And you can't really make the argument that Attack on Titan isn't profitable because it is. Let's not let's oh, not I mean, yeah. let's not fool ourselves here. And so, so the reasoning was that there's there's too much anime being made right now. And if you go online, there are charts and stuff you can find that that basically highlight what we talked about before. That 15 years ago there were like 25 anime a year, and now there's hundreds. Yeah, no, that's a solid point. I mean, that being said, this season is a very strong season. I know. Uh, 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 there was even some, um, I think I was listening to, was it the ANN podcast where they were talking about it? It may even be like one of the strongest seasons in like the history of anime. Well, I, so I, honestly, I'm going to be honest. I don't really like the, I don't really like that verbiage right? because that it's whole, hard to say that whole assessment is just based on people's opinions. Sure. So if, if, if the season ends and you tell me that, it, that they, that the anime industry made more money during that three month period than any other season then right. i agree with you okay yeah i get what you're saying i don't really i mean certainly i would say it's certainly one of the more hyped seasons in i mean quite a while maybe you perhaps you can measure hype better. yeah there's there's definitely a lot of great shows coming out so um 
Yeah, I don't know. Netflix has been demanding anime be made. The China, and I think even more so, Chinese investors have been demanding that more anime be made. Also, there is not a whole lot of people around to animate animation or to, to create anime because one, it takes years of practice and study to learn how to do it. Two, animation schools are are starting to close because so few people are joining them. Right. And three, the pay is ridiculously low for animators, as low as f- reportedly $4 an hour. Mm-hmm. And apparently, that on a workload that is giant, people are barely existing above the poverty line. Okay. It's like you're going to work 80, you're going you're to work 50 to 85 hours a, a, a week, which yeah. is a shitload. Yeah. And you're only going to make between 870 and $2,200 a month. Well, especially on like a such a skill-based job as being an animator. You know, like I, I can understand if it's like a low-level labor job or something and you're making kind of peanuts, but if you're in a career that requires you to be very well-trained in a specific art form, like you would think that you would make, you know, a substantial amount of money, especially since the studios are making, you know, not in, not every show is making a ton of money, but they certainly have shows like Attack on Titan that make, crazy amounts of money. So how come these animators aren't getting paid? And that's kind well, of nuts. Apparently it's because the anime industry, while making a record amount of money last year, the money that they, that is earned doesn't really go to the studios. It goes to production committees, which often exclude the anime studios themselves. Hmm. So a lot of the money never makes it back to the animators. And so it's just a matter of supply and demand. It's like there's a huge demand for anime and there's a very small supply of animators. And so, according to this one guy who, who who's worked in the industry, they don't have enough people to make it. Yeah. I, mean, I don't I, I don't buy it. I think it's a bunch of bullshit mm-hmm. because you could hire more people from other studios, um, go out of the country and get people from like Korea like everyone else does. Yeah. You know, whatever you need to do because 26 episode anime get made all the freaking time. Like like Ushio Totora mm-hmm. that you were watching. Oh yeah. I think got like what multiple seasons yeah that that ain't no attack on titan it might, i think it might even st- still be running i don't remember <laughs> i mean that is not attack on titan yeah. that is not going to make attack on titan money sure and there are plenty of shows that have zero popularity at all that still get made every season so yeah it's kind of a silly excuse i mean look the horrible berserk nightmare that that we all hate this new berserk <laughs> guess what has another season True. right now that's a good point do you know what has another season right now what the horrible berserk oh no i know yeah I'm just being sarcastic. I know, I'm watching it. I know. Yeah. Yeah. You're living, you're living that nightmare, aren't you? Yes. It's, it's something. Yeah. So I don't buy it. I don't buy it. And then I think that personally, I, I think it's bullshit that people waited forever to get a, to get very little. True. I mean, I, I don't know. I wonder where the manga is of Attack on Titan, like how far along that's gone. I don't know. Cause I don't really read it at all. So I mean, maybe it has something to do with that, that they were waiting for the manga to catch up. I don't know. but If it does, that manga author has is too damn slow. Seriously. He's like, he's the, whatever that guy is that makes uh, um, Game of Thrones. He's George R. R. Martin. <laughs> of manga. You need to get off your ass and make some more manga. So, yeah. At least if it was me, I, I would want to make more of, of what was making me filthy rich. Sure, definitely. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. Anything else here or should we move on? Yeah, let's move on. It's time for Does Mitsugi's Mom Know? 
the game show that pits Mitsugi's unassuming mother against anime's most basic questions. Now here are your hosts, the Anime Addicts! Do I have someone on Skype right now? Yes, you should. Oh, were you just being really, like, polite and quiet? Yes. Oh, you're so great. <laughs> so, uh, Not so, my show. <laughs> I know who this is, but who are you and where are you from? I am Ichigo Fields. I'm from California. Yeah. I know this person. Yeah. <laughs> well, I and, hope and, so. and, and why might that be, Kazuo? Because she was with us on the Japan trip, of oh, course, obviously. Oh, shit. Yay, I'm not easily forgotten. <laughs> of course not. So, I know you know how this game is played. Yes. And I know that you're itching. I know that you're itching to win some fantastic prizes. So, you want to... I'm going to explain the rules to you anyway, just for the people listening, and then we're going to hop right to it. How about that? Sounds good. All right, so my mom doesn't know a whole lot. But about she, anime. About anime. But <laughs> well, about Give any, her some about, about anything in general. And she'll probably listen to this, so <laughs> whatever. But but um, she knows enough about anime to be dangerous. I'll uh, say that. Most dangerous. And the question is, does she know an- the answer to anime's most basic questions? We're going to have to find out. We shall see. So I'm going to ask her a question, and then your mission is to tell me if she, if she thinks she knows the answer or not. And All right. I'll throw a few. I'll, when, if you can get three out of five right, you will win something miraculous. Cause, okay. Because it was like, yeah, okay. bullshit. Yeah, okay. <laughs> miraculous my ass. <laughs> I will win something, and that is more than nothing, so I'm excited. True. All right, so are you ready for a practice question? Yes, please. What's the name of the professor in Pokemon who gives Pikachu to Ash? Oh, come on. What? (laughs) That's so easy. Well, it's easy for you. (laughs) Yeah, true. He's like, oh, I know this. Obviously. (laughs) But does my mom know it? I will say she knows it. Hopefully. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, honestly, I don't remember because I recorded these so long ago, but I, I'm pretty sure she doesn't. Let's see. <laughs> Let's oh, find shit. out. What's the name of the Sorry. professor in Pokemon who gives Pikachu to Ash? I know nothing about Pokemon. Sorry. Professor Ash. <laughs> professor Ash. <laughs> professor Ash gives gives Pikachu to Ash. Oh, jeez. All right. Well, she gave you a little hint there, so m- m- maybe nothing that... Yeah, ma- right. <laughs> maybe that hint will become useful in the uh, in the future. But now that you know how to play, does Mitsugi's mom know? Are you are you ready for the real thing? I am ready. What is the Jeez. name of Ash's primary Pokemon companion? Oh, oh man! See, this is interesting because <laughs> you don't know the order in which you asked your mom these questions. That's right. And, like, even if you don't know anything about Pokemon, you could probably guess that one Pokemon's name. Like, my mother could know this question. Um, I'm going to say she knows it. Can I, can I lock you? Am I locking you in on that? Yes, I think she knows the answer. What is the name like of Ash's primary Pokemon <laughs> companion? Pikachu. No? Yay! <laughs> Yay! I think she was going to say something else, but I cut her off. All right. Good. We're off to a good start here. You know what? I love when people win. And, and you know what else? What's that? Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> if Kimiko was here, she would laugh right now. All right. Are you ready for, for the next question? Yes. 
Other than Studio Ghibli, can you name any other Japanese anime studio? Ooh. Oh. Uh, um. <laughs> There's like two million of them, but you know what? Oh, no. Who knows? Uh, I'm going to say no. Mm. <laughs> and hate myself later. That's a good answer. <laughs> if, if you wanted to get a lifeline, you could ask either Kazuo or my cat who's sleeping. <laughs> I think the cat might know more. <laughs> yeah, we might be better, a better resource. It's true. That's a good point. His ears are twitching right now, so that leaves, <laughs> he thinks he agrees. Okay, so you said no. Um, you Are you ready to find out the answer? Yeah. <laughs> other than Studio Ghibli, can you name any other Japanese anime studio? Oh, gee. Um, no. <gasps> yes, thank you, Mom. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> <laughs> You're on fire right now. Yeah. Oh, thank God. <laughs> yeah. So... All right, that's good. Well, I don't want to delay you too much. I don't want the flames to go out. Are you ready for for perhaps your clinch your, your game clinching question? Yes. Do you know what the term moe means? Ooh. Oh. <laughs> what do you think, Cornelius? Does she know? He didn't move at all. He's a, he looks like he's in deep meditation. He's yeah, he's sleeping. Um, I'll say even though you are the pope of such hatred towards Moe, I will say no. Okay, am I locking you in on no? Are you sure about that? If she does not know Moe, you have won a million dollars. Nope, definitely not a million dollars. Uh, yeah, no. Do you know what the term Moe means? Cuteness. No, you kick the girls to the, um... Wait a minute, you kick them... (laughs) Shoot. Where did you kick them? <laughs> what? You just kick them. You kick them out. You kick them away. <laughs> what? She said cuteness. Uh, yeah. Mm. What does the chat think? They're probably like 40 <laughs> seconds behind. Mm. I don't know, Kazuo. I think that's sort of the definition of moe. I'm going I'm to give it to her. You're going to give it to her? Yeah. What All do you right. think? Do you want me to oh, give it boy. to you or do you want to just do another question just so you can keep playing? You'd rather win, right? I'd rather win, but I can do another question. All right. Let's, <laughs> let's do one more question. I right, would we'll do one more question just for <laughs> shit. How about shits. that? All right. What happens when you gather all of all of the seven Dragon Balls? Ooh. <laughs> now I know she knows a lot about Raditz. She does. She 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 wants to um she wants to bed she wants to <laughs> she, bed. Raditz. She wants to comb his hair. <laughs> she wants to do a little more than that. But. <laughs> But does she know yeah. about the balls? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I really want to quote 21 Jump Street right now, but I won't because it might be explicit. But um, I'll, I'll say she knows. All right, here we go for a bonus point. What happens when you gather all of all of the seven Dragon Balls? What happens? Yeah. Um... They're transformed into Super Saiyans. <laughs> well, okay. Did, did you say you? Did you say she knew or not? She did. I figured she would know more than me. Honestly, I never watched it. Oh, so you missed that one. <laughs> but you know what? You won! Woo! Yay! 
So congratulations, Ichigo. We will be reaching out to you, and I'm sure you're not going to win a million dollars. It's not early retirement for you, but there is something fantastic in your future. So thank you so much for playing with us. Oh, thank you. And I'm going to hang up on you. All right, bye. All right, bye. Well, that was fun as always. That was fun. And um, I'm going to have to record more of these more of these trivia questions yeah. for her because I'm almost out. Oh, and it seems it's a lot of fun. I think people enjoy it, so we definitely need more of that. You know, I recorded like 45 of them. Yeah. But we've already burned through the majority of them. So, mm. all right. Well, without further ado, let's take a news break. And when we come back, we are going to do a review on nothing. We are going to do mailbags. Ah, yes. <laughs> mailbags first. We have a lot of mailbags to cover from you guys. We're only three months behind, which is unacceptable, honestly. Sure. But before we do that, we have a trivia question, another Japan-based question. What are the three most highly populated cities in Japan not named Tokyo? And when we get back, we'll answer that question and do so much more. So stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. And we'll see you in a minute. Everybody, this is Mitsugi, and it's time for your first anime news break. Getting us started off, we have an interesting little tidbit here from the sports world. The Good Smile Racing Team, which is part of the Super GT, won the first race of the season. It was the first time doing so since 2014 when it was the champion of the GT300 race. The Good Smile race car features very prominently along its side the Hatsune Miku character. And it's very exciting to have such a very exposed piece of sports media and anime come together in the limelight. Next up, the Case Closed anime is going to have a shop opened up in Tokyo in order to celebrate the long-running anime series Case Closed and its popularity in Japan and around the world. A store is going to be opened up in Tokyo. A new detective, Conan Plaza, is going to be in the Tokyo Dome it's going to be a multi-purpose entertainment center, which is near Suidabashi, Tokyo, and the store is going to offer case closed related goods, and also visitors can come in and play games and try to win prizes. So if you're in Tokyo or planning to go to Tokyo, there is big news for those of you that are, that are Detective Conan fans. Customers who spend over 5,000 yen are going to receive a special gift, which is a, a woven tote bag. They can choose between Conan, Phantom Thief, uh, Kaido Kid, Suichi Akai, Toru Amuro, Jimmy, and other characters to be on the bag. So it's a little special gift for those of you that are big fans of the series. Next up, another weird little piece of news. In the April, on April 1st, the Twitter account of Kantai Collection had some big announcements for people, amongst which it looks like there is going to be a Kantai Collection passenger plane in the works. Fans were greeted with a lot of skepticism with these announcements, particularly the passenger plane. The jet's going to feature the crew of Kantai Collection in their uniforms and is also going to have themed merchandise. I also assume that there will be some kind of paint job on the outside of the plane, although it doesn't look like any pictures are available at this time. For those of you that are fans of Kantai Collection, you can ride a Kantai Collection airplane now from Tokyo, Osaka, Hokkaido, Nagoya, and other areas around Japan. 
Last up, for those of you that are big fans of Dragon Quest, which I am also a big fan, you'll know that Dragon Quest XI is just around the corner, and it's one of the first home console Dragon Quest games that has come out since Dragon Quest VIII, so it's very exciting. And in order to celebrate the event, the company Square Enix has put out a special slime-shaped PS4 controller that sits on a nice little stand. It looks just like a blue slime from the game and the controller, while not looking very comfortable, is definitely looking like a slime. So for those of you that are fans of Dragon Quest, this is something you might want to look out for. It costs around $100 and it's going to be released on July 29th, possibly in limited quantities, so you might want to get out there and get it if you're a big time collector. This was Mitsugi and this was your anime news break. Now, time to get back to the show. Hey, Mitsugi, did you order those trivia prizes off JList.com yet? I've been meaning to do it at work when I'm not helping people make spreadsheets. But the problem is, JList.com has so many crazy, awesome adult goods that I'm afraid a nosy coworker might peek over my shoulder and get me in trouble. That's no problem. JList.com has a totally safe-for-work, non-adult mirror website, JBox.com. It has all the same cool products as JList.com without the naughtiness. JBox.com? Are you serious? Mm -hmm. Why didn't I already know about that? Now I'm never going to get anything done at work. Mitsugi, I think we all know you never did much at work anyway. True. But anyway, for everyone looking for a more safe-for-work or kid-friendly alternative to your premier Japanese and anime merchandise store, jlist.com, make sure to check out jbox.com. Again, that's jbox.com. Welcome back to the 367th episode of the Anime Axonomous Podcast. We're back, and I have an answer to the trivia question for you. Without looking, Kazuo, yes. what are the three most highly populated cities in Japan not named Tokyo? Not an easy trivia question. I'm going to say Osaka. That's one of them. If you can even get one of the other two, I will be fairly impressed. Uh, let's see, can I name two other cities in Japan? I will tell you uh, that I would not get this correct. Um, the only other cities I know are like Kyoto and like Yokohama or something. Yokohama is one of them. Nailed it. Yep. And the other one, I don't know, Kyoto? But that's not right. Nagoya. Nagoya. Yep. Okay. Yokohama is the second most populated city in Japan. Really? Mostly because it's sort of a suburb of Tokyo. Okay. They're like, it's like a little tiny growth that Tokyo spit out. All right. I got two out of three. Osaka is number two. Of which Kyoto is often considered a suburb of Osaka, mm. and because it's so close. And number three, of course, being Nagoya. So, all right. And now we're going to do some mailbags because holy shit, we're behind. Like, really bad. Do you mean it's time? Something like that. For, I, I just don't know. What is it? Time for an almighty anime oh. mailbag. Do that dance by yourself. Anime. 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 Andy, Frank. Mailbag. Bag. 
I'm just gonna peck pop. Oh uh, yeah, Andy Franka. You know, Andy and Fra- Andy and Frank guy has another one. He has a third chest. He has a third. I don't know what it is exactly, but he has a third of something. It has a name. I won't spoil it for you. Okay. I know you're excited. It's not Andy. It's not Frank. It's not his Abu. Is it one of his biceps? You're gonna be watching this show no. probably. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, because it's pretty sweet. Oh, oh yeah, it's something. All right, so thank you. If you want to submit mailbags to the podcast, you can do it at our website, www.aaapodcast.com. Along the top, there is a drop-down where you could submit topics, mailbag questions, and also Cosmo's catch-up requests. That's right. Yeah. So this first mailbag is pretty long, and it's directed direct right at me, so I'll read it. Icy Rose writes, Hi, AAA crew. I have a new challenge for Mitsugi if he's up to it. In a number of episodes, there's been mention of trends in the anime each of you pass each season with Kazuo prophesizing the hit of the year, Chiaki's claim of getting the actual best shows of the season, Kimiko typically getting the shows that end in disappointment, (laughs) and a listener choice being a troll. These are all accurate. I was wondering if Mitsugi could use his data skills to determine each host's success rate of passing anime, including the listener choice, to see if these trends do indeed hold true. I mean, you do review a lot of anime, so I'd understand if you declined against this, but I thought it might make an interesting topic. Look, I'm not sure where everybody falls on, you know, the the line of like most successful passing and failing, but I but two I do know for sure. Okay. One is that Kimiko always picks the worst shows. And two is that Poor I Kimiko. is that I always pick the best shows. Oh, that's that's that, factually where the other incorrect. two of you fall, I don't know, but I do know those two. Factually incorrect. Mm-mm. That is very accurate. Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, I'm just, look at this season. If somebody could give me a list of all of the shows that we've picked, Mm. I would do this. But otherwise, it's too much effort. Astrophysics, we need you. If somebody (laughs) wants to email me actual data, I'm not compiling data myself. Mm. I don't have time for that. So you just need a list of the shows that everybody's passed. I'm going to need some help. Okay. Well. So, although Heavy Little Heavy Metal Leo in the chat says, Mitsugi seems to have gotten the majority of the better shows this season. That's not true at Boom. all. You have been That owned. is not even close. I own your ass. All of my, sh- almost all of my shows are good. All right. Next except m- for one. Next mailbag. All right. Next mailbag comes from Muda Muda Muda. And it says, does American music have a presence in Japan? How likely am I to hear Drake, Rihanna, or Beyonce on a Japanese radio station? Did you hear any any Western music? I didn't hear any Western music while in Japan. However, I did see a poster with Justin Bieber on it. Yeah, I saw that also. So it was like for some cell phone, Japanese cell phone company or something like that. Um, honestly, I think you can hear those things, but you'll also hear older Western music that we wouldn't think was relevant anymore. You'll hear anime music, Japanese artists... Korean artists. Sure. Like all kinds of well, shit. Well, yeah. you. I mean, they have it there. Just like you can find, you know, Spanish music here or whatever. But it's not like you put on the main radio station and they're not playing, you know, American hits. Yeah, that's... so. It's a lot more diverse than that. You know, like, the, the funny thing is that in other countries, they play all kinds of music from around the world, right? Here in the States, you're mm-hmm. never going to hear Japanese music. No. Never, I mean, ever. unless you're, like, looking for a very specific... Japanese radio station or something like that. But yeah, no, not on any, any public kind of popular station. I used to listen to like audiobooks in my car in Japan. They'd have like, late at night, they'd have people, because when you work at an Eikaiwa, you, you're driving home at like 11 o'clock every night, which is horrific. Mm. But um, you'll, you'll be listening to the radio. I'll, I'll put the radio on and late at night, they'll have people telling stories and shit. 
and you're listening to conversations. And that's more of like a Japanese study ap- approach than yeah. it is, oh, I'm trying to be entertained by music. True. That's anyway. Interesting. Next mailbag is from Yotaru Vegeta. When you are hella sick. Yo. And he says, I'm trying to sound like the cool kids. Did it work? <laughs> do, do, do people say hella? Yeah. Yeah. Some kids do. I hate that. For sure. Stupid. And uh, and you decide to watch an anime. Do you go for an anime you like or an anime that you neglected? Definitely an anime that I like. If I'm not feeling well, I need comfort. I don't want to be like watching a show that I may or may not enjoy. I want to have watch something that I know I'm going to enjoy. You know that that's going to bring me back and give me some. So you're a mushy pedal. <laughs> Not quite. Yeah, that'll make me even more sick if I watch Yomishi Pedal. Re-Zero? Probably, honestly, um, a show that I've gone back to a lot whenever... Hard I'm, Catch Precure, right? Yeah, that's exactly that's right. That's that, that's you. Initial D. I have the first season box set, and like I've thrown that in when I'm like not feeling well, and just, just watch the first couple episodes. Yeah, just not the fifth stage. Right, yeah, no. Because that shit was bad. Definitely not. So yeah, just like an old show that I like that makes me feel good. It's just kind of like, you know, bubblegum, nothing really too crazy or deep. If I, if I succumb to an illness, I normally am really, really sick. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not watching anything. I'm dying. You're dying. Okay? So, because if I, uh, anything other than that, and I pretty much just power through it. Like, I go to work, yeah. I'm driving my car, I'm normal, right? Yeah, I'm almost never, like, that sick. Like, I like like you saw in Japan when everybody was getting sick. I got sick for, like, four hours, and then I bounced back. If I am sick enough, and if I am just sick enough where I can actually, like, function, mm-hmm. um, I'm... I'm normally watching whatever I have to watch for the podcast because I don't True. have time for anything else. That's a good point. I'm being honest. I just don't. I don't have time for anything else. So I'll put on whatever is on the slate. Yeah. That's a good point. Same here. So. Or, or or I'll work forward a little bit and watch something that's for a future week, mm. which let's face it, there's plenty of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. We've got plenty. All right. Um, all right. Next up comes from Manly Mudkip. It says DreamWorks. Mud. <laughs> Mad kippies. Um, DreamWorks reboot of Voltron has recently finished its second season and has become a runaway success for Netflix. If you is could- that true? Yeah. Like, but let's quantify runaway success. Uh, yeah, runaway success is a little strong. I mean, it we, has been successful on Netflix. Is it Stranger Things successful, no, no, or is no. it like, oh, some people watched it? Yeah, and didn't you know, hate though, it. it is quite popular, but certainly not to that level. But it's it's been successful and it is popular. I wonder if there's data about this. Netflix never releases that data. They don't. No, there. It, it's it's actually a thing that a lot of like comedians have trouble with because a lot of times you negotiate based on your previous numbers, and yeah. so they're like, but they won't release that information even to them. Smart. So they don't know how well their specials they're are doing. Smart. Yeah. I'm willing to bet that actually not that many people watched Voltron. They just the people, but the people that did watch it yeah. watched the people that did watch it liked it and they were vocal about it. True. And you also have to take into consideration that the majority of the people that we talk to are into that kind of thing. Yeah. You know, it's not like we're, you know, going in the middle of West Virginia and talking to people at the Walmart, you know, it's, yeah, these are just people that we associate with, which tend to, you know, lean towards that. Um, so the, the rest of the question here was if you could choose the next anime to get an American update, which one would you choose? So Voltron originally Japanese anime yeah, remade via an American studio put yes. on Netflix. If we could have, a show like that, what would we choose? That's I'd a like really to good see Bubblegum Crisis. Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, I'm going to... Hmm, so we've already got a Death Note thing going on, even though it's not going to be animated. So that's kind of cool. That's coming to Netflix. We have Devil Man. Um, 
I'm gonna go. I'm gonna kind of stay in line with Voltron and go with like uh, Gundam 0079, like an old school Gundam. I, I really like the old Gundams, so it'd be kind of cool okay. to like see one of those kind of like reimagined and remade. Um, and I and I could definitely see that happening, especially with Voltron being a success. Like kind of stay in that same kind of world. A success. Yeah, I'm well, doing air quotes because successful enough to have a second season. I'm not hating on Voltron, but unless you can throw a number at me that compares it to something else, right. well, I can't if, really tell you again, that it's truly successful. If, if they're making a second season, it had to have been at least somewhat successful. Otherwise, yeah, they wouldn't bother. Have, but it might not have cost Jack shit to make it. Well, who knows? But it definitely wasn't. It, it definitely wasn't uh, the crown expensive. I wonder what the chat is saying about which shows. Oh, we've got uh, oh, we've got a couple in here. We've got Trigun. That would be kind of cool. Um, although I don't think it's popular enough to merit. Uh, it, would, it would also be really silly, and I don't think yeah. people would want to watch it. We've got The Big O was one that's in here. Um, that was kind of a cool show, but again, I just don't know if it's popular enough overall. Like, Voltron is... its I mean, it's Voltron. It's one of like the I, most famous... Don't you, you no, it's Voltron, dude. Are yeah, you kidding me? Yeah, but it's me? so freaking old. Yeah, but like, everyone knows Voltron. Like, at no least one it, has seen it. Well, Voltron is ancient, man. Like, yeah, like people over thirty have seen it growing up. I'm sure because it was airing in the like '80s and stuff. That's the number one like like laugher that I. I don't make fun of people that watch the Voltron anime on mm-hmm. obviously because I think it's a great thing. Right. But but it's like I talk to people that have seen it, and literally none of them have seen the original Voltron. So it's like you're a huge Voltron fan, but you haven't actually watched the original Voltron because it's it's like way older than any of us. Mm. The anime is old. Yeah, yeah, I know. Well, that's what I'm saying. But in the states, is when it aired, like in the '80s. So, like a lot of people that are a little bit older than us are more familiar with it than we are. I'm, I, sure. I just wonder if people have a general awareness of Voltron. I think so. You I, think? Do you really think yeah, so? Yeah, I think if you say the name Voltron to most people, they're gonna at least know. Oh yeah, isn't that that old Japanese cartoon? Like they'll at least know that that it exists, which is Maybe. more you can say more than you can say for. Big O, or you know, like I definitely the average person has that. no clue what that is. I agree with that much. Big, the Big O is not that not, not yeah. that uh, well known, but yeah, I think Voltron's one of the more popular anime from the '80s. Like, yeah, if you mention that, it's like if you mention, um, I would have said like Thundercats. Yeah, like if you mention Thundercats, like people know what Thundercats is just as much as they know what Voltron is. Uh, absolutely. Mm, they both came out at like the same. I was thinking, I was thinking Space Brothers because it's adaptable. Right. And people will actually watch it because there are a lot of people that are like our parents age that use Netflix and they they're just as valid of a consumer as we are or younger people than us. And the people that are older than us are more likely to watch a down to earth show like Space Brothers than they are to plop on the big O or Voltron. Right. There, It's much more. It makes more sense for Netflix financially because a lot of the nef- a lot of the huge runaway hits on Netflix like. Like Stranger Things and The Crown and um, Daredevil, like some of those, a lot of those shows are a little more grounded in what that what a broader audience can appreciate. Okay, right. And so I think that that Space Brothers super adaptable to pretty much any country in the world can get can get the concept of sure. having a having a dream as a child, go to the moon with great writing. But how successful was Space Brothers? Huge. Didn't they not finish it? Because it wasn't successful enough. <laughs> no, it was huge, and almost everybody in Japan that I talked to knew of it. knew knew what it was. Okay, so why didn't and, they finish it? I don't know, but they made movies and mm. live action live action shows, and the manga was a huge hit. Okay, 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it could definitely work. I mean, a, and it a got a hundred episodes. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't true. exactly a short run. And a large portion of it does take place in the states and everything, so I could definitely see that working. Bubblegum Crisis would be fun because it's sort of like a, you know, it's not like Ghost in the Shell, Blade Runner, or whatever, but it's like you know, machine uprising. People put on powered suits and fight machines. It's yeah. Sort of cool. Didn't they try to do a Thundercats like remake, like with a Western studio? It could be. Um, I, yeah, I, you know, I'm 100 percent certain they at least tried it because I remember seeing like a demo of it. Did it not work? I don't think it was successful. Is it because people couldn't buy into the concept of like people in cat leotards running around? I'm not, I'm not, well, it wasn't like live action or anything. It was animated, and I think it was. Um, I want to say like. Uh, the older brother from Boy Meets World was doing the voice of of the main character. Lino, yeah, Lino's pretty cool. Yeah, but I don't think it was very successful. It was, it was a few years ago, but yeah, I don't know. There's a bunch that they could do for sure. Okay, next mailbag. All right, um, let's see. Is it my turn? Oh, oh no, no, it's your turn. On, okay, we're all right. Yeah, we're down the list. There. Oh, you got this giant. You want me to read this? Holy one? heaven! I'll read it because I I. Had the conscious decision to include it. Okay. All right. Dude, just, this is a rough mailbag. Yeah. Are you ready for this? Yep. Let's hear it. This isn't even really so much a mailbag as it is an argument. Okay. And uh, honestly, I'm going to give you the option of just saying next okay. after it. <laughs> sure. Dakey Nye writes, and this is long. I apologize. Hi, crew. I've listened to a lot of your viewpoints concerning animated sexual depictions and acts by minors, and I'd like to play the devil's advocate to spur some more discussion on this topic. Oh boy. I would argue that pedophilia is a biological sexual preference no different than homosexuality. Boy, this is rough. Okay. Well, let's hear um, about It is not something a person decides, but determined at the biological level. It is also important to note that our social, societal values and biological wiring is that of that predisposes us to judge sexual acts towards minors as disgusting. Keep in mind that homosexuality was equally as repulsive in societies in the past, and yet it is now being accepted. So this is the only reason why I included this mailbag is because very intensely con con uh, controversial subject. Yes. But he's making he's trying to make valid points here. Okay, well, let's hear him out. He's got some. He just a couple he, more paragraphs here. He just made one. Mm -hmm. However, unlike homosexuality, sexual acts and depictions of minors have severe negative consequences to the individual, mm -hmm. and thus should not be accepted in our current society. I think we can both agree on that, right? Yes. On the other hand, animated depictions of these acts do not have victims, and there is no reason that they should be illegal, especially when other illegal sexual acts such as rape and bestiality are not illegal when they are presented in an animated medium. Therefore, similar to the relationship between violent video games and violent behavior, there is no evidence to suggest that consuming media containing sexualized minors leads to increased increase in pedophilia-related crimes. If anything, the availability of such media may serve as an outlet for people with pedophilic tendencies, which can be supported with the lower per capita pedophilia-related crimes in Japan compared to other countries. I would love to hear your thoughts on this. These discussions are why this is my favorite podcast. Okay. Yeah, because I was willing to read that. So at this point, I hope no one's offended yet. Oh, I'm sure many people are offended. You think so? <laughs> well, people get offended at anything. Um, so the so reason he raises some interesting questions and yes, some interesting thoughts. And I included it because he was actually making an, an educated intellectual argument. Okay. Yeah. I think and not just spewing. I think he was trying to make a couple of points. One that it is um, a biological um, imperative, or it's a biological uh, it. it he made the victimless. Problem. He made the victimless crime argument. 
Well, that's that's down the line. I think the first argument he made was that pedophilia is a biological sexual preference. So it's not, in his opinion, or at least what he's the devil's advocate role he's trying to play here is that, um, and I, and I mean it's hard to say. Obviously, I'm not a doctor, and I haven't done psychological and you know biological studies on people is to the determine chat, is the chat having a meltdown? Oh, they probably don't like this. I'm sure. They're so glad that 4chan wrote into the show, <laughs> but. But to be honest, like, I mean, I definitely understand, like, people being triggered by just some of the keywords in this mailbag. But if you kind of put aside your um, emotions, like, there are some interesting thoughts in here that uh, that can certainly be dissected. Um, I don't believe that just because it's a biological thing that it shouldn't be illegal. Oh, no, 100 percent. And I don't think he's I don't think he's even making that point either. I think point number one he's making is that it's a biological uh, preference point number two Who cares right i mean there's, yeah. a, there's a huge difference between homosexuality and pedophilia 100 percent. and he also makes that point as well so and that sorry it was a long mailbag yeah, yeah so i mean it's certainly an interesting thought and it is certainly possible that maybe there's something off in your biology that's causing you to be attracted to young people um i think it's kind of a weird topic for us to tackle because it, we're just an anime podcast but um, it is something that cer- certainly could be studied and it's unfortunate if you have that biological imperative, but you know, people have all kinds of screwed up things in their head and in that they're compelled to do that they shouldn't do. I'll be honest. I don't completely disagree. I find the, I find the third paragraph here to be somewhat compelling that there are other illegal acts that are, de- that are, that are legally depicted in animation, but yeah. pedophilia is illegal. That is an interesting point. Cause he talks about, yeah, how in different anime and stuff like you can have bestiality and whatnot and that like and it's okay because it's just animated it's not real and so that is an argument that has been made i know in japan when they were trying to outlaw uh like pedophilic manga and anime and so forth was that well it's not real so it's just like if you were to have somebody murdered in a show they're not really getting murdered much like you know it's but it's a it's an incredibly touchy subject and well, it's no, like, I mean, what isn't these days? I know, but well, this is certainly, I mean, oh, really? This is probably like the touchiest of the touchy subjects when you're talking about kid rape. Um, so it's tricky because, yeah, he has a point in that it's not actually harming anyone directly. I, I, yeah, I don't know. I can't say I'm, I'm not educated enough to give a really valid opinion, to be honest with you. Um, I just know that it's something that I don't want to see personally. I don't want to see it either. And we yeah. make that comment a lot in our in our hentai episodes. And but I will say that I find the somebody would need to sit here and tell me why having an animated depiction of pedophilia is different than having an animated depiction of rape. Why want why is one illegal and one isn't mm. because they're both horrible. So well, you can you have you can have animated depictions of rape. You can, yeah, but you can't have animated depictions of pedophilia. I know. So it's, why is that? Why is one allowed and one not allowed? I don't know. They're both horrible. Yeah, but they probably both should be. And illegal. you can have animated depictions of people getting murdered and slaughtered and cut up into bits and pieces. You can have an anime of a small child being brutally murdered, but not having sex with that child in that you know animation. I mean, really. So it's like, why? That's a good question. Like, what's the distinction there? I don't know. I just know that it's something I personally don't want to see. I mean, maybe all of that should be illegal. Perhaps. But then where do you draw the line between? It's all the same to me. mm. It's all, they're all horrific, violent crimes. So they're either, they either should all be illegal or they shouldn't, or none of them should be illegal. 
Yeah. Because I can't be, because question. because I can't take the four or five different violent crimes that you just listed and, te- and and put them in an order of which one is the most horrible. Yeah. They're all but they're all they're all, they're all, they're bad. all horrible. Yeah. So, and, and I don't right. think and you'd and you'd be playing God or something to to actually have an opinion and put your thumb down and say this is worse than this because they're all terrible. Yeah. They're all, you know, they all result in life sentences in prison or multiple sure. decades in prison. They're all terrible. So why is it okay to have some and not others right. depicted? Yeah, it's a good question. It's an interesting argument. Yeah. I'd, and I'd love to hear the... But then again, we have lots of laws that make no sense. Sure. And ultimately, I just don't know if we're qualified to tackle that, to be honest with you. And half the audience just left. No, no, no. They're good. Just kidding. All right. So All right. let's move away from that to something lighter. <laughs> okay. Why don't you go? Sure. Uh, this one comes from Epoch Postman. It says, Greetings from many moons in the past. My question is for Mitsugi or anyone else who wants to answer. I recently finished Space Brothers. Hey, Space Brothers. You are the man. Uh, And I need more. Of course you do. Me too. The show is amazing. No shit. But I wish that it did not have such an abrupt ending. No shit. Is there anything that will fill the gap that Space Brothers has has left in my life? No. (laughs) Well, okay. Next. Probably not. But um, if you like things that have to do with space, Planet Test is pretty great. Mm. It's a pretty great show. And if you like... Space Brothers that much, and you haven't seen any of the live action stuff, you could go watch that. Or you could go read the manga and finish the story. True. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's a good point. I'm trying to think of any other shows that's like that are similar to Space Brothers. There's not... Uh, there aren't many. Not I'll many. I'll say that. It, uh, it's a tough ask. Yeah. Like, what's a good show about, like, a pair of brothers, like, going on kind of like a journey to accomplish a task and all that stuff? Like, what's another show like? Like Full Metal Alchemist. Even that is tough. <laughs> yeah, I guess, but Full Metal Alchemist is so different. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I'm just thinking of that kind of like emotion of that journey. It's tough to even think of anime that are completely 100% grounded in reality. True. And are w- and well-researched reality, too. Yeah. The way the Space Brothers is. That's a tough question. That's a good point. All right, well. I, w- I would just go seek out more. The, the Space Brothers anime, it's a lot like GTO. Mm. The anime of GTO didn't cover the whole manga. And it didn't cover, and there were live action movies and TV series about it that you could go enjoy. True. I recently was looking through um, like anime openings just because I was looking for music. And I was just on, on YouTube, I searched like anime openings and they have like playlists and stuff. And one of the songs was the opening to GTO. And I was like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Larkin Seal <laughs> yeah. did that. Classic. All right. Um, so let's see. Next one here is from Judel. Jay Huddle. Jay Huddle. Hey guys, recently a new listener and a convert. That's right. Welcome. I am a Gundam and flip the script convert. Gundam it. Gundam. Love your show, guys. Currently a tier, currently tier seven member. What does that mean exactly? Tier seven? Oh, tier seven. I get it. Like he contributes? Yeah. So you're enjoying yourself some hentai. Yeah. Yeah. You dirty boy. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, my questions are this. It's a noob question, I know, but what does moe mean in terms of anime and how is it and how is it used and which of you guys currently live in Japan? Well, I can answer the flat last one. None of us. None of us currently currently live in Japan, Japan, but travel there frequently. Yeah, we were there a couple weeks ago. So my Japan history is I did live there for two years and have made mm, uh, more trips to Japan than a person needs to. <laughs> I'll say that. So moe. Oh, okay. What does moe mean to you? Uh, moe is, um, I mean. A blight on humanity. No. I mean, to, to me, like if you were just asking me, like if I, obviously I can give you the direct definition, but like if I were just to explain to you what it means to me, it's basically just a show with 
cute girls and generally a guy that all the girls love or that the guy or one the guy that wants to take care of all the girls. It's like a so harems. Not, yeah, harem can be. It's not always a harem though. It's not always that like straightforward. It's usually just a um he just wants to take care of the little girls and make sure they're okay and protect them. It's like a weird big brother kind of I don't know, wish fulfillment type thing. See, I think it's the audience that's the person that wants to protect them. Right. Well, but the audience puts themselves in the role of the dude that's in the show. But I don't think there has to be a dude. There almost always is. I don't think there needs to be one, though. Sure. That's true. Yeah. I don't know if there is always a dude. I mean, there's plenty of shows like Girls in Panzer, K-On. Mm, that's like a, good a point. lot of these shows don't have dudes. If they do, they're like a minor character that rarely shows up. That's a good point. Or or the show, well, I guess the show we just, we're going to review later, How to Do It. Yeah. But. That's, I, yeah, basically what I was talking about when I was giving the definition was the show we're going to review later. Right. On. It's very timely. But I just think it you have to have girls that are of a very young age that are cute. Mm-hmm. The quote unquote, they're blooming or whatever, because that's the term. That's what so, it comes from the yeah. Japanese our, verb. Our resident Moe fan, uh, Josh Caleb in the chat I says. I thought that was BCOM. Oh, well, I guess he's, yeah. Well, you know what? Josh Caleb comments a lot on the Facebook group page, okay. so he's he's moved All up. Right. What does Josh what does He Josh says, Moe is just cute girls doing cute things. It's a very simple definition. There you go. I kind of like that. And then by that definition, Ichigo definitely won that the the game earlier. That's true. That's a good yeah. point. Oh, well, I'm glad we got that settled. <laughs> All right. Um, next mailbag? Uh, let's see here. Next mailbag comes from StayFlyXX. It says, hey, AAA podcast. He needs one more of those X's. Yeah. Um, hey, AAA podcast. So I recently was reading some manga and my dad saw, and we started talking about anime. He then proceeded to say that anime was racist and used Mr. Popo as an example. Well, okay. Um, he then asked me to name a black character that I actually liked. Uh, as I thought about it, all the black characters I have seen have been very, stereo- very stereotypical, like Killer B from Naruto. Uh, also in any instances of Americans being in an anime, the guys are usually blonde haired, blue eyed. Uh, I don't mean to trigger anyone, but I'm genuinely curious. Have you guys seen any good representations of black people in anime? Thanks for reading. I have. All right. Well, we, we, we lots got? of them. I mean, they're bad ones too. Sure. Oh there's, yeah. There's definitely bad ones. How about Jet from Cowboy Bebop? Is he black? Mm, I think by a Japanese standards. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I think so. All right. And or Dutch from from Black Lagoon, it's pretty. Uh, right. I mean, he if Dutch from from Black Lagoon was played by anybody, it would be that one guy from The Expendables. What's Terry Crews? Terry, yeah, yeah, yeah. It would be him. <laughs> so like, there are black dudes that look like him that act like him. So at least in movies and stuff. As I often do. Okay, here we go. I have found a the top, top 10, 10 list. list of the black characters in anime. <laughs> yep, sure did. Where the hell are these? Bl- don't you know what? I don't want to know where it came from. Just read it. Okay, so uh, this one, let's see here. So first up, we've got uh, uh, Tosen from Bleach, the captain, the blind captain dude. All right. He's black and he's totally a cool character. Uh, oh, also from Bleach, Yoroichi. Okay. She's, I guess, black. Yeah, I guess so. That's true. Um, she's also a cat and also hot. Uh, then we have from Soul Eater, we have Killick Lunge. I don't know who that is, but yeah, I don't know. All right, next. Uh, from Basquatch. Oh, Jesus. Basquatch? Just skip, it. Just skip this one. Uh, Miyuki Ayukawa, little girl. Terrible anime. Yeah. Uh, from Reka 7, 
Gidget. Okay. I get, Eventually, she, I know one of these. She doesn't look black. She looks like one of those um, girls in at, in Japan that like wear all the fake tan stuff and do the... She's black and she's cute. All right. All right, next. Um, we've got from Code Geass, Villetta Nu. All right, I know her. All right. Uh, from... Oh, from Utena. Uh, Anthe. Anthe, okay. Okay. Even though she gets abused like the whole show. Darker than black, we have April. Who, okay. You know. How many? Wasn't this supposed to be 10? How many are there? Um, from Tamako Market, Choi Mochi Mazi? I don't know who All right, you're is. done. That was that 10. Oh, and Afro Samurai. Ble- B- Dutch wasn't on there? No. Outrageous. I know. Also, there's some good characters in Space Brothers and Major that have that are black. You know, it's true that Japan often misses the mark when it comes to race and other cultures, but you, what you need to understand is that it's partially a lack of understanding as Japan is arguably the most closed yeah. developed country in the world. And a lot of people in like rural Japan go mm. years without seeing a foreigner. Well, we were hanging out with Canadian bacon in Japan, <laughs> um, yeah. Andrew, and he's black. Uh, and me and him, me and him were Canada like, Coon. Canada Coon. he and I were joking around about how like, I'm like, dude, have you seen any other black people here? And there was like literally like eight people in the entire country that just are in our time there that we saw. They're, they're, yeah, they're just so rare, like in Japan. I don't think it's something people should be offended by or should think too much about. You're, America is this super diverse country mm-hmm. where virtually people from every other country in the world are in America. Yeah. But in Japan, it's not like that. It's almost entirely Japanese. It's, and then if you yeah. do see any foreigners, I mean, first off, it's unless you're in Tokyo, you're not going to see a lot of foreigners. Nope. Um, and even then, it's just going to be like, yeah. God, the girls are so cute, though. With the Japanese girls? Yeah. Yeah. We don't need foreign girls. They're, it's true. They're, it's a good point. They're insane. I can't argue with that. All right. McNeary's Big Claymore. This isn't even a question. Um, I, as I'm new to the podcast, I've often gone through a lot on my night shift and have not come across you talking about Claymore. See, I love the manga and the anime up until the last episode. What do you think about them following on, but a different, with a different Claymore? Keep up the good work. You fill the animals. I just think if people want to have you review Claymore, they should do. We should do it on Cosmos Catch-Up. Sure. Head over to the uh, website, aapodcast.com. Yeah. Under the mailbag area, there's Cosmos Catch-Up, and you can drop that in there and select that for me to review. Um, I think I've, I remember when Claymore first came out, and I saw like the first couple episodes. But I was I, in college I never, then. Yeah, but I never followed up with it or anything like that. So, yeah, just add it to that. The current format of our, of our podcast doesn't really allow us to go back that far and review things that are that old. Right. Well, that's so, why that's why we have the Kazuo's catch up yeah, thing. So once in a while, we can throw one in there. Next, all right. Next up, we've got uh, a mailbag from my wife who is, and it says, "Dear AAA crew, I haven't seen a couple of my favorite anime under your review section, and was just simply wondering if you guys have seen Cross Ange. Ooh, yes. Yeah, uh, we saw, yeah. Or of course, Sword Art Online. Yes, we have as well. Um, could you do a quick review of just whether you like them or not, and maybe a reason why you didn't review Sword Art Online? We did, or I did. Yeah. Um, thank you, and continue making my anime addiction worse. So, Cross yeah. Ange, we failed. Felix failed that. Yeah. Because it, it was too etchy. Yes. Um, and it was very etchy. Very etchy. Like, wasn't there like accidental blowjobs? There was an accidental blowjob. There was like job. two of them. Yeah. Um, and Sword Art Online, I think I did a Cosmos catch up yes, on. Yes, you did. And, um, that's true. It was, uh, so Cr- Cross Change I didn't really watch, but I did see those bits that had like the accidental blowjobs. So I'm assuming probably not that great. Uh, Sword Art Online was okay. I, it's definitely way overhyped in my opinion, like insanely overhyped. 
but it was it was an all right show. It, it was kind of annoying to me because it was very um, I don't know. It it was it, it was kind of uh, unoriginal and you know I don't know. I just didn't really enjoy it. I, you go and listen to the Cosmos catch up and you can hear all my reasons. But it was okay. All right, next mailbag is from Godius Maximus. Dear squad, what the hell happened to police shows? In the 80s, 90s, and early 2000s, there were a good number of police shows, both sci-fi and set in current day. Stuff like You're Under Arrest, AD Police, Pat Labor, Dominion Tank Police, and of course, the theatrical achievement Angel Cop. (laughs) But it seems like the genre has entirely been dried out since then, even more so than Mecca. Psychopaths is pretty much the only new show we've had in the genre outside of our regular dose of Ghosts in the Shell. Mm -hmm. These shows have been quite popular in their day, and I can't really find a reason as to why they suddenly stopped making them. Do you guys have any ideas? Lots of love. That's a good question. I think, um, so yeah, Psychopaths is really good. I I think I watched and reviewed both of those seasons of of Psychopaths. Um, But yeah, I think this was like really a product of its time. Like in the 80s and 90s, there were a lot of like, movies like Lethal Weapon and, um, you know... Uh, I'm getting too old for this Yeah, show. yeah, where it's like all these like cop kind of buddy cop shows and cop dramas and stuff like that. And those have kind of just fallen off in pop culture in general. So I think because of that, uh, as well in anime, they're not trying to make those. It's all about money, man. Yeah. They, they're just trying to make what's popular now. They're trying to make right. money. Yeah. And police shows aren't popular now, so they're not going to make them because they don't think that's where they're going to make money. True. Simple. Although there are some that are great, like Psychopaths, which came out fairly recently. I really love Although, it. I mean, and it, yeah, it is, I guess, technically a police show, even though it's like futuristic and all that stuff. I love some of that old stuff, and that's why I want to see a new Bubblegum Crisis, because that's sort of a, it's sort of a police show, sort of. But yeah, like Dominion Tank Police mm-hmm. and Gunsmith Cats and all those older shows that were really fun. True. I love that stuff, but I don't know. Yeah, they it's just, just need, not popular. They need right a now. they need a police show with a bunch of Moe girls. That'll sell. Yeah, they should make a police show with Moe girls. There you go. Maybe that would maybe that would help revive something. There's the secret. Next mailbag. All right, next mailbag comes from uh, let's see here, Luca. It says, "Hey guys, what's good? Uh, this is the first mailbag I. What's really good? <laughs> okay, <laughs> this is the first mailbag I've written. Um, so I feel a bit nervous about it." Uh, so let me jump straight to the question. What are anime openings slash closing theme songs that get you guys pumped? Personally, my favorite is one that always gets the job done. Uh, it's Understar by Shocking oh, Lemon. Yeah. Oh, Hajime no Ippo's first yeah. opening song. Yes, that's a great one. Uh, keep up the great work. Sending my love to all to you all from way down here in Brazil. Hashtag. Um, hashtag Latin, Latino love is the best love. That is true. That's a great point. <laughs> so, uh, obrigado for the mailbag. Okay, that's, that's, so that's thank you in Portuguese. Oh wow! Yeah, look at you. Um, so you know what? Funny that that uh, Luca asks this question because recently in our Facebook group page, come on, now, not another top ten. No, 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 no. Oh, thank God. But in our Facebook group page, Facebook.com/slash/groups/slash/aa/podcast, I asked a question to uh, the listeners to recommend some good. Like songs from anime, like opening and ending songs and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I thought, oh, I'm probably gonna get a couple of good recommendations in here. I think there's like over 200 comments on that one thread, <laughs> with just. Or why don't you read three of them? Just a crapload of the songs. Well, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna show you some of the songs that I downloaded, that that I that I really enjoyed that and, were mentioned in there. And while you find that, mm-hmm. I will say that I've been listening to some like drum step and dubstep remixes of some anime songs on on YouTube. 
And I've run into a couple theme songs that I didn't really enjoy at the time, but after they were like remixed and done in in the in the drum or dubstep style, I really enjoyed them. And that would be the Sword Art Online opening theme is really good, mm-hmm. and the and and the theme song to um, Awadina Seraph. Okay, is pretty solid. So I'm just gonna go through a few of these here. I've got Stray from from Wolves Rain. That's a really good song. I've got the Samurai Shampoo opening Battle Cry. That's a fun one. Uh, I've got, uh, uh, let's see here. Oh, a couple of Naruto openings. There's like some great Naruto ones out there. A uh, Haikyuu season one, Imagination. That's a great song. Inner, um, Inner Universe, Ghost in the Shell. Awesome. That's good. Yeah. Awesome song. Yeah. Um, a couple of ones that I really enjoy as well. Gekon Shoujo Nozaki-kun. I love that opening. It's got like this real funky style. Every time it comes on, I smile. Uh, also from Free. Rage on, oh, yeah, Dude, raging hard on. More like. That rage on is in every like literally. When I hear that song, I just smile. I can't help but smile because it's awesome. So um, we've got some from like Inuyasha on here that were really good. Death Parade had an awesome opening. Um, I think it was called Flyers or something like that. Or yeah, I think so. Um, Cowboy De- Bebop Tank. Demi Chan that we're gonna review later has a good opening. Uh, that breaks to... into like dubstep halfway through. It's pretty, oh, okay. it's pretty good. All right, yeah, I think, yeah, I think I, I think I also I, like the, the ending theme as well. I think I'm into dubstep right now. That's cool. Um, so yeah, oh, yeah, every heart. Oh yeah. Oh god, that's such a good song. Every heart. <laughs> um, history maker. <laughs> from um. All right, you've read yeah. enough. All right, that's cut you off. Next mailbag. Next mailbag. All right, I think it's yours, right? Muda 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 again writes, are tattoos still considered taboo even if a foreigner has them? Well, some of the people on the trip can answer that question. Yeah, that's true. They Uh, are definitely taboo. Yeah. I mean, I think probably less so in a big city, but if you're trying to get into any kind of onsen, you're going to have a hard time. Yeah, they were were definitely taboo in Osaka. I saw... one dude with a bunch of tattoos, like on his hands and neck and arm, uh, in an elevator in a back alley in Tokyo, and it was a little weird. He was a yeah, Japanese he's, guy. He's probably gonna shank you with a shiv. Yeah, it was a little weird because, like, I I think I was with Andrew and we like stepped into this elevator. We were trying to find a place to eat, and like one of the dudes on the side of the street was like, "Oh, come with us, come with me, come with me." I'm like, "Okay, cool." <laughs> so we just go with this guy into like the super shady, like not clean looking restaurant, and we're like, "You know, what? we're good. We're gonna go ahead and head out." And so we go to leave and like there's like other uh, some dude in the elevator just kind of like standing in the back with like all tatted up his hands and neck and stuff. And I'm like, "Mm." you know what? The Yakuza won't mess with you, though, because there's it's there's such an organized crime unit that they don't aren't really interested in civilians. Yeah, no, it was a little like odd, but yeah, it it was fine, though. Nothing happened. So next mailbag, we have two more. Next one comes from Yotaru Vegeta, and uh, he writes, yay or nay, chibi anime based on existing series. It seems that chibi versions of anime are popping up with a bit more frequency. Uh, For example, we have chibi shows based on Attack on Titan, Flying Witch, uh, the saga of Tanya of the Evil. Um, Some are usually short shows, rare ones like Titan Junior High are full length. So, how how do we feel about these chibi shows? I think it's a good thing. You think so? Yeah, because... I think that it's supporting the industry financially. Sure. And I think is anything that supports the industry financially, I'm in favor of. All right. Yeah. In that case, I guess I would agree as well. It's probably not something that I would care to watch. Nope. Me neither. Um, but yeah, I remember. I think Naruto did something like this too, where it was like, uh, it was all Rock. It was like a Rock Lee kind of like sideshow thing with chibi characters a while back. But does Rock Lee hang around through through Shippuden? Yeah. Is he still like relevant? Yeah. I love Rock Lee. He's, He's awesome. A, He's awesome. And you know what? He has a son. Does he get? Oh, he does get laid. Do you know? His, do you know his son's name? <sighs> Pebble Lee. Metal Lee. 
Metally, metally, dumbest. It's shit awesome, ever. and it's, it's in Boruto, which I will be doing impressions on. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> All right, so last mailbag. Oh, so long. Let's cut this one in half. Viva La JD writes, "Hey guys, what's up? I have a friend who is kind of into anime, but she mostly watches Moe or shows like Love Live, Cardcaptor Sakura, Sailor Moon, that kind of thing. Every time I suggest something else for her to watch that I think she will enjoy, she refuses to listen. This guy's trying to get laid." For sure. I mean, hey. Yeah, for sure. I can't blame him. Go get it, and, son. Yeah, go get it. And, yeah. Anyway, I plan on setting up a chill movie night where yeah. I can, uh, yeah, hopefully be showing her Puella Magi Madoka Magi. Oh, he's going to show her his Madoki Magi. If you're doing it right, you won't watch too much of it. That's right. It'll be playing in the background, but it's not really what you're going to be interested in. Since it is my favorite anime, and I think she will like it, but I kind of just don't want to drop that on her. Oh, he's going to drop it on her. Sorry, I'll stop. <laughs> and start her off on the night because I personally think it would be a hard show to follow. All right, you finish, finish the rest. So I'm wondering if you guys could suggest a couple of short series to watch before Madoka. Thanks for making my anime addiction worse and hopefully starting hers. P.S. Mitsugi and Kazuo, that stupid One Piece box set that I got as a gift was just a prelude to some stage in December. I think just before Christmas, I got another three box sets. Now I own like 400 episodes of a show I won't watch. What's wrong with you? <laughs> so wait, so he wants us to recommend shows that this girl... He, he wants some. He wants warm-up shows before Magi, Madoka Magica. Hmm. My question, I have two questions. Yeah. First question is, if you watch a whole anime series before Madoka Magica, hmm. are you going to have enough juice left in the tank to watch a whole other anime? Well, I don't think they're going to watch it all in one night. I think he's just trying to get some shows... Like that, she's more familiar. Like you know, that she's gonna enjoy okay, a little bit fair more. Fair enough. To kind of lead her into that. And if you, if you're watching an anime with your female friend, will mm. you actually watch anime, or is it gonna be anime and chill? I mean, it sounds like currently it's just anime, and he's trying to turn it into anime and chill. Yeah, you just make. Hey, listen, if the girl is willing to come to your house and watch anime with you, true. Chances are decent she would at least be down to have a little, you know. That's a good point. Makeout session. Yeah, or if she's coming way out of her way, uh, you know. I don't know how old these people are, but do most, of our like audience, 12. most of our audience is, is in late teens or 20s. So, yeah, that's old enough. <laughs> so, that's old enough to know what's going on. So, Godius Maximus has a couple recommendations. I do too. Demi Chan, Nozaki Kun, those are both cute girly shows that she will probably like. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Definitely Nozaki Kun. I would recommend that because it's a girly show. But it's also just like a fun, feel-good kind of show. So maybe a show that has like a little and, na- a n- naughty tones in it yeah. to get her to get her riled up. Right. Well, Nozaki Kun at the very end, there's like that kind of like tense moment where it's like, will they? But want they're not going to get to the end. Oh, that's true. They're only going to watch like like an episode or two. That's true. Maybe yeah. like Monster Girls, Monster Musume, Monster Musume. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's go with it's that like fluffy show that has some boobs in it. Um, uh, <laughs> we've got so oh, so Peter right in the chat says show or some pretty cure. Um. Although you might off yourself before you finish Pretty Cure. That's true. Uh, I love Godius Maximus' recommendations, though. He says, make her watch Angel Cop, Mad Bull 34, and Wicked City. Oh, God. Yeah, that'll do it. Yeah, that scene with that, that scene with the vagina dentata, that's really going to get it done. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, but yeah, I think Nozaki-kun's probably this the best choice. This episode is so explicit. Yeah, what are you going to do? We need to scale it back. We haven't out of control lately. Yeah. All right, that was it. Yay! We caught up. I, I think we gave a couple. Kind of. Did we give a couple recommendations in there for that guy? Yeah. Despite we, making him endure well, look, multiple we said, multiple ridicules. 
We said we said Demi Chan. We said Nozaki Kun. I think those are strong. Maybe choices. like Barakamon. Oh, good. Barakamon's good. That These is. These are good. all newer shows too, so she might like them because they're newer. True. Yeah. Yeah. Those all are right. good. All right. Let's take you guys out hey. to the news break here. I'm playing the wrong drop as usual. <laughs> all right. So we're gonna take a news break, and when we come back. We are going to do a review on Demi Chan Wa Katari Tai, otherwise known as Interviews with Monster Girls. So we'll see you in a few minutes. Stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. everybody, this is Mitsugi, and it's time for your second anime news break. Well, the anime Osamatsu-san is probably not a foreign thing to many of us these days because of the popularity that it's received in Japan and around the world. And the popularity just continues to grow, as now the anime is getting a Tokyo Joypolis theme park attraction. The theme park, which is located in Odaiba, is going to be celebrating the second season of Osamatsu-san um, with a collaboration that's going to run from May 8th to July 2nd. The main attraction is going to show and use images and theme songs from the anime, and it's going to have a laser light show that's going to use some kind of fancy projection technology and several other attractions throughout the theme park that are also going to be Mr. Osamatsu-san themed. So for those of you that are in Japan, once again, it always has to be if you're in Japan, it seems like, but if you're there, go to Tsutokyo Joypolis and you can check out a very cool limited edition celebration of Osamatsu-san at Tokyo Joypolis. Also, in other news, Hideo Kojima has seen the new Hollywood adaptation of Ghost in the Shell, and he thinks that the movie was extremely successful at fitting into the, pun unintended, shell of the Hollywood blockbuster and that it interpreted the original story's concept of what a ghost is quite well. However, he also went on to say that, quote, even with all the latest visual technology, the film basically boils down to a series of faithfully recreated scenes from the anime. This is not a bad thing per se. As a fan of the manga and anime, it was a pleasant surprise, and the, and the respect of the movie shows and mimicking the anime is unquestionable. As a real fan, though, of the original works, I can't help but feel that the production was trapped inside, again, the shell of the original, and as a result, it fails to come into its own. So a little bit of criticism wrapped inside some compliments for the, for the recent Ghost in the Shell movie. All in all, seems like not bad, about some pretty good praise for the movie. Those of you that haven't gone out to see the Ghost in the Shell Hollywood adaptation yet featuring Scarlett Johansson, you might want to do so before it leaves theaters. Rounding us out, we have two bits of virtual reality-related news, starting off with the CEO of Neontic, who went on in, his, in a recent news broadcast to talk about virtual reality. He said that he expressed concerns about the nature of virtual reality, saying, quote, My thing about VR is that I'm afraid it can be too good, in the sense of being an experience that people want to spend a huge amount of time in. So, the CEO of an augmented reality-based company, such as Neontic, is criticizing virtual reality for having for being something that is quote unquote too good that people are spending too much time in. He all he goes on to say that he is a proponent and is lobbying for more augmented reality games such as Pokemon Go by pointing out the potential health benefits of these games that encourage people to get outside and move around. 
there is a lot of research according to him about the about the health impact of Pokemon Go in particular. So according to him, we should be playing more augmented reality and less virtual reality. But tell that to a man that is located in Tokyo that will be winning a contest that is put on by the adult game developer Hibiki Works, who's going to be making a an otaku's dreams come true by having a 2D anime waifu wedding. They're going to have a contest that is going to allow a person to be married to a character from their upcoming game, New Wife, Lovely X Catch-In, which will be released on April 28th. The winner of the contest is going to be able to undergo a marriage ceremony with one of the characters at a wedding chapel in, T in Tokyo's 23rd Ward. They will be able to change into a wedding tuxedo and will be equipped with a special headset which will bring the anime girl to life with special animations and VR emotes. So, well, the CEO of Neontic probably will love to hear about the virtual reality weddings that are going to be occurring in Tokyo. I, for one, think it's quite funny and entertaining. This was Mitsugi, and this was your second anime news break. Now, it's time to get back to the podcast. Hey, Mitsugi, remember that one time when Kimiko sat on my lap for, like, the whole after party? How can I forget? Or that time when you were super hungover from partying in Tokyo? Hey, now. We get up to some crazy things on the after parties sometimes, don't we? For sure. And if anybody listening wants to get in on the fun, they can do so by subscribing to our $3 support tier and getting access to our bi-weekly after parties. Just go to aaapodcast.com forward slash join and select the $3 tier. Set up your membership if you don't already have one from the forums. As soon as you're done, you'll be enjoying our full backlog of after parties and have access to every time we release a new one. Don't miss another moment of the crazy. Head to aaapodcast.com forward slash join. Welcome back to the 367th episode of the Anime Addicts Anonymous podcast. 367. It's a lot of episodes. It is. I know. He's like, yeah, tell me about We're it. We're getting old. We, we've been old for hey, a whoa, long whoa, whoa. time. Uh, speak for yourself. I had somebody tell me that I didn't even look my age yesterday. Well, I wasn't talking about us. Oh. I was talking about the podcast. The podcast? Oh, okay, yeah. But uh, most podcasts don't last a year. That's a good point. So, you know, we're like on our like our ninth year. Yeah, most Pretty of them rare. last a couple episodes when they fall most apart. Most people don't have that kind of masochism in them. That's <laughs> true. So we have a five star review. I love I love these five star reviews. They, they you know what? That's what drives us. They're really important to the success of the podcast because it helps new people decide which which podcast they want to choose when they're looking for an anime podcast. It's true. That's a good point. So if you love us and you want to help us out and help us be successful, you can write us a five star review on iTunes or really you know what, really any review is fine. Yeah, true. Um, so, okay, I'll go ahead and read this one for you. Uh, this one uh, comes from Kitsune-san, and the subject line says, um, It says here, what's up and how are y'all doing, AAA team? Yeah, fairly good. You guys are super awesome, and I always look forward to the podcast. I found you guys several months ago after I moved across the country, and y'all have really helped me deal with new challenges Rock. that moving begin brings. Boom. Oh, oh, there we go. I love okay. that I could help you out with whatever your challenges were. Yes. Uh, every episode brings a smile to my face and makes my day a little better. 
From Kazuo's crazy life stories, the ladies being awesome, and Mitsugi's rage-filled rants, I look forward to each new podcast. Uh, overall, I deem this po- podcast worthy of five. Oh no! Out of five. Hope you guys have an awesome day, and never forget, <laughs> and never forget to br- uh, to keep being your crazy awesome selves. Just for this person, I, I'm now wearing a, kits- a Kitsune mask. Awesome to represent Kitsune-san. Yeah. All right, well, thank you so much for the review. We really appreciate it. Good luck uh, with the whole moving across the country thing. I hope that's going well. And uh, keep listening. You know what? Wearing glasses sucks. I wouldn't know. Anytime you anytime you have to put anything on your face or head, your life just blows. Yeah, I could see that. S- scuba diving, mm-hmm. you got to wear contacts. Sure. Or, or, or you can spend an exorbitant amount of money on a prescription mask, which they make. Yeah, but <laughs> no I thanks. Mean, so scuba diving blows, even though I like scuba diving. Um, ha. Scuba diving blows. Why would that be bubbles? Funny? Like blowing that's, bubbles. That's, that's a stretch. It's a stretch. It's a stretch. All right, I'm sorry. Okay. So um, riding a motorcycle sucks because you have to put your helmet on and then you have to really awkwardly wiggle your eyeglasses on mm. over under the helmet. True. That sucks. I can't even wear this freaking Kitsune mask. Well, have you ever considered not wearing glasses? No, I'm just kidding. Um, you don't have a lot of have options. Have you ever considered when I punch you in the face? <laughs> Kaboosh! Yeah, I'm, I'm just unfortunately cursed with, you know, 2010 vision. I'm sorry. It's And hair. Know. Yeah, and hair and... All these know, things. Good looks and intelligence and wit and... Modesty, I very must, modest. I almost dropped my motorcycle today. <laughs> yeah, you I, mentioned. I'll that. tell that episode on the after party. Tell that episode on the after party. Tell that story on the after party. Yeah, that story. Uh, okay, gotcha. So we're gonna review interviews with monster girls. Hi, Demi-chan wa Kitari Tai. Yeah, the the kanji for Kitari Tai uses the same kanji for the word for hanashi, hanashi or hanasu, which means to speak, which makes sense because an interview okay. would be you speaking. Sure. Uh, so the synopsis for, this is the show that I passed, did I pass this or was this listener choice? You, um, I, I don't recall. I know I did impressions on it. I just don't remember if I passed or failed it. And then if the listener choice picked it up. I do not recall. I, I remember being on the edge after the Someone first Someone in the episodes. chat will know. Uh, the synopsis here off of, uh, the handy dandy my anime list says, the story takes place in an age where demi-humans, more casual, casually known as demi, have slowly started to become accepted into human society. Ah, Gene. Right. But they call them demis in the show. Yeah, yeah, but the kanji no. is Ajin. Right. But no one, they never use that word Ajin I'm using in the it entire right show. I'm using it right now. Um, Tetsuo Takahashi is a biology teacher who ends up teaching three such demi, hoping to understand more about them while also managing to catch their attention. So it's about a teacher. Cool dude. Uh, big, strong, tough dude, but very nice. And He never really demonstrates being tough. Uh, well, definitely big and strong. How's he strong? What did he do? Uh, well, maybe not. Okay. He's he's definitely he's jacked. Big. He's uh, yes, he is. There's the last episode when they're at the swimming pool and he takes off his shirt and all the girls are like, "What?" Because he's just like super jacked, which is very unlike most Japanese people. Yeah. Um. So this dude, big kind of like lumbering sweet guy, is a biology teacher and he starts at a new school and he wants to uh, explore their explore their their biology. Yeah. Well, that's what he's doing. Uh, kind of. He wants with to. His fingers. He, he wants to. All right, uh, that's all right. Anyways, he wants to get to know about <laughs> these demi humans because apparently they're uh, not a whole lot of them in existence. In some instances, for instance, uh, the Dullahans, which are the headless kind of horseman characters, there's only three in existence in the world. I want to make a proposal. Yes, I want to start this review by going through the four demis that that are in the show. Okay, well, I'm just setting the the premise of the show first, and then we can do that. Okay. So he starts at this new school, and he his whole thing is he wants to be able to get to know 
about these characters, these creatures and creatures. I guess they're like, you know, how dare you? He wants to know about them and what makes them work and all that stuff. But he's like, well, that is discrimination. Well, that that's part of the show, sort, uh, of, sort of. Yeah, and so, but he's like, "Well, how am I going to find a demi? They're hard to find. Blah, blah blah. They're rare." And then, like first episode, he runs into four of them, and those four are. All right, there is the vampire girl whose name is Hikari. Yes. Now, what do you think of Hikari? Hikari is, um, she is a word that you don't like, which is Genki. She's, uh, she's very Genki. She's very I Genki. Love, I loved her. Yeah, she's awesome. She's like just super fun, over the top, always trying to have a good time. Like, um, she calls the teacher like teach instead of uh, you know by his formal name or whatever. Like, she gives him like nicknames and everything. She has she has some traits in her that I would like to have in a girlfriend. Okay, not necessarily like her age or even though, even though they're not even that young in this because they're, they're in high they're school. In high school, but so they're probably like freshmen in high school. They're like 16 ish. I don't. But know they're that old. Well, I think they're freshmen, so they're like fourteen. What? Yeah. Um, not in the not in the Japanese high school system. Okay. There's which which goes six years of elementary, three years of middle, and three years of high school, I believe. Okay. So I would put them close to whatever. It doesn't right. matter. Well. The point is that she's very like spunky and fun. Yes. And like her mannerisms and stuff and her voice actress are, are really good. And so mm-hmm. there were a couple of times where she would do something really like cute or um Eccentric, and I would actually like rewind it because I'd want to watch it yeah. again. And she's also uh, kind of a troublemaker. Yeah, like she's I always love mis- she's always like, messing with people and stuff, and like doing tricks on them. And it's, it's she's pretty fun. I kind of like mischievous girls. Yeah, so she's she was she was by far my favorite. Yeah, out of the four of them. Um, I don't know if she was my favorite out of the four. Okay. Um, well, the so next one is the succubus Sakie. So yeah, Sakie is the teacher. Mm-hmm. Saki. Um, I think she's um, a math teacher. I forget. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so she's a teacher. She's a succubus who wears a like a tracksuit to stay covered up, like a fully zipped up long sleeve tracksuit and everything, sweatpants. Which some teachers do wear those Okay. in Japan. So, But the reason she does it is because she's a succubus and she puts off like pheromones and so she tries to stay covered up. And she and has a miraculous pair of... Glasses? Yes. Yeah. Miraculous pair of glasses that... Um, help her see. Anyways, so <laughs> she uh, is is an interesting character because she doesn't want to. Um, she she's very troubled by her abilities because she can't come in contact with a guy because then he'll like lose control and stuff like that, and his libido will go crazy. So she has to like kind of stay to herself. She gets to school really early, so she has to take the early train to avoid people. She doesn't want to bump into anybody, and also she leaves really late. Also to avoid people, she lives in the middle of nowhere. So because sometimes when she falls asleep, she can hop into a person's dreams. So she's like very troubled. She has a lot of issues and she meets the teacher and, you know, we can get into that later. But so that's just kind of introducing her character. There's also two others. There's Yuki, uh, who is uh, an ice woman and her snow woman, I think is what they say. And her thing is that she's naturally very cold and like her not cold hearted, but. No, physically, like her skin is cold. Yeah, her skin is cold. Her body's cold. Like she uh, cries ice. <laughs> like she has ice cubes when she cries and stuff. Like so, she's just very, very cold um, in nature. Not in nature, in in physical being. And then there's also uh, Kyoko Mach- or who they call Machi, who is um, a Dullahan, which is like a headless horseman type character. She doesn't. Her head is removed for her body, and she carries it around. By far, my least favorite. Really? Yeah. Why is she your least favorite? I was well, thinking she might be my favorite. Well, for one thing, uh, it's kind of weird watching a, a girl with no head walk around, so I'm not really into that. Okay. And she's 
probably the least fun and like attractive out of the four of them. Okay. I'm just not interested at all. Okay. So when you say least favorite, you mean like the least I didn't the, hate her. I the didn't, one that you are attracted to the least. I didn't hate her, but it's yeah. like a character. I liked her personality probably the most because she was like just very sweet and always looking after everybody and just, you know, a really nice person. I mean, it's not I don't think she's not like I didn't hate any of the character any of the four of them. But if I had to rank them in in order of how much I like them for various reasons, it would be mm-hmm. the vampire girl, mm-hmm. the succubus, mm-hmm. the snow woman, and then after and, and the snow woman and the succubus are close. And then after that, Delian. All right, that's fine. I mean, I like them all. They were all good characters. Rank them. Rank them. Um, okay. They like ice cream flavors. Put them in order. All right. So, we're, but we're ranking on like how whether uh, whether or not I like the character, or are we ranking them on uh, who I would like to bang? Because, no, I just do <laughs> like right. them because it seems like okay. because I didn't rank them like that. Oh. Okay. Obviously, uh, the succubus is the one I'd bet. Yeah, yeah. Even uh, though she didn't look or act like a succubus at all at any point. What? Succubus are like are like demons with wings. Oh, well, she didn't have the wings, yeah. But or like, tail or horns. She didn't have any of that. She's just a girl that people thought was sexy. Uh, okay, so she's it's very, kind of a little more than that. Not really. It actually very much is. That's why she can't come in contact with people because they like are overwhelmed. She fell asleep on a train and like hopped into another dude's I, dreams. And I get that, but like, so she just doesn't have the wings and tail. She doesn't have the physical attributes of a succubus. She just looks like a girl. Okay. So anyway, it's a big part of the appeal of a succubus. As a person, I guess. as a succubus connoisseur. I mean, so she has everything except wings and a tail. That's she, she the had, only thing she, she had. She had none of the physical features of a succubus. Wings and a tail. Uh, wings, tail. Horns, like the teeth, the eyes, the outfit, whatever. Okay. Anyways, um, if you're asking me to, I guess, rank them on my favorite, uh, it's pretty arbitrary, but I would say... Very important, actually. Uh, I would say Machi's my favorite, then... Hmm. The the Dullahan? Yeah, because she was the sweetest. Well, you're wrong. Um, then I would say probably the teacher, the succubus, because um, she was also very nice. Uh, then I would say... Uh, the vampire girl because she was fun and last would be Yuki the snow woman because I thought she was the most boring like she didn't yeah really... she was a little boring yeah um, but yeah anyways so he meets all these characters pretty much on the first day and he starts wanting to get to know them what makes them tick you know how are their what are their abilities what are their limitations mm-hmm. what are they what can they do um, he's kind of like a professor X of cute girls can I just throw something out there before you continue is that you cannot spoil any aspect of this anime there's nothing no. in it to spoil so fear not of spoilers because there's nothing. Yeah, sure. there really is nothing we could we could do. Yeah. Um. So yeah, he basically starts to get to know the girls more. So uh, Hikari, the vampire, first is kind of like the one he kind of gets to know, and then through her he meets the others. Um. And it's it's got some like really sweet moments. I watched so I watched the first half of the show in Japanese with subtitles, and the second half I watched um dubbed in English. And I did notice some differences there, um, not just in the acting and the voices and everything, but in in what would seem to be the writing. Like it, it uh, for me at least, the English um, was a lot funnier. Like I don't know, I don't, and and again, it, I, it's, I would have to go back and watch the whole thing again in the opposite languages uh-huh. to see if it, you know, was just exactly translated over, or if there were. Are you just looking at pictures of succubus there, now? That's a succubus. Okay, okay. that's cool. What? <laughs> okay. Do you, do you deny that that's a succubus? I don't personally care. The girl, the succubus in this anime looks nothing like that. Okay. That's cool. 
But you're, like, you're like offended by the this. Va- I, no, I don't care. You're very, you're, you feel very uh, strongly about it. I, no, I really don't care at all. I do. It's important to me. Okay. But anyways, back to the show that we're reviewing. <laughs> um, where is was it, it? Is it so wrong that I'm distracted by Succubus? I, again, I don't, I don't care. Well, they want you to be in the anime. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, at times for sure. Um, which I thought was interesting because it's like, there are definitely times when they like sexualize her to like, let you know, Hey, this is what she's capable of. But the majority of the time it's the opposite. Like they just kind of keep her covered up and kind of off to herself so that it's not, it's, it's interesting what they do. They kind of take all of these, uh, premises of like the characters and make them kind of disabilities. So yeah, like with the succubus, like she can't come into contact with people because of the reaction she has, you know, with the, the snow girl, she's afraid of like overheating, you know, with the vampire or melting or, or, yeah, or melting or she's afraid that she's going to hurt other people. Kind of like Elsa from, uh, f- well, what's a, that movie that everybody loves? The Disney movie. Um, uh, frozen. Frozen. Yeah. So kind of like that where she's afraid that she's going to hurt somebody by freezing them. Uh, you know, then you have the vampire who can't really go into direct sunlight um, you know, they all yeah, have, and they're uh, drinking blood or whatever is a, yeah. So they all, it, it, they kind of make it like a disability that they have trouble with and that they have to kind of like overcome and accept who they are. And, and the teacher kind of helps them through it. So it is a sweet show. There are some really funny moments. There are certainly also some pervy moments. Um, I think more so towards the beginning, specifically with the young girls, like there were some like, uh, they, like they do some of those jokes that they do in anime where it's the, um, uh, what's it called? Like, uh, you see one thing and it's like, oh, was it this? But no, it wasn't. It was actually this. And it's like, you know, kind of that thing. So I, I don't know. Uh, but it, it, like when the girl, like when the vampire girl sneaks up on, on the guy to like bite him on the neck Yeah, and after they have a, a, a fully blown conversation about, about how it being biting sexual. people is sexual. Yeah. Like that was a weird conversation. And like, then she's just, and then she's, it was pencils well, or whatever. Cause, Cause the teacher like directly asked her, he, he's like, so biting is kind of sexual. He's like, how would you rank it between like kissing and actually having sex? And it's like, first off, never ask that question to a, a young girl in a high school when you're a teacher. Yeah. You're like begging you're gonna to get fired. fired for sure. So like there were definitely moments like that where it was a little inappropriate and they definitely played on that kind of humor. But aside from that, I thought it was, um, there were definitely a lot of like sweet moments and funny moments for sure. I mean, I busted out laughing several times, especially listening to the English version, um, at some time. So, but again, I'd have to go back and listen to the rest of it in Japanese to know if that was carried across or if it was just part of the translation. So like for me, I, I really enjoyed the first few episodes of the show the most. Mm. Um, I really loved the beginning. I thought the show started off really strong with the, with the vampire girl. Yeah. Um, where they were introducing all the characters, they they introduced the vampire girl, and then I think the it's either the snow woman or the succubus next, and and introducing them is really is really quite good, and I really loved the vampire girl right off the bat, and exploring their problems and exploring the main char- the male character. The show was the show moved removed really well, and it was fun and interesting, but I really found myself losing interest in it after about six episodes mm. and I think the reason for that was because some of the some of the episodes are very like segmented they're not really attached very very well they're episodic for the most part and th- there were some some of the episodes later on one didn't really I didn't find the the conflicts in the episodes to be a to be compelling mm. and two I it was the same, the more of the same. Like it was, they had basically told you and showed you everything they were going to show you 
as far as I could tell by like the fourth episode. And then after yeah. that, it was just redoing the same jokes. I, de- I definitely feel like they ran out of steam towards the end. Um, so much so that like the last episode was just tacked on for like almost no reason. I found it really odd that the, I, I actually checked to see if there was a 13th episode because yeah. episode 12, it was like Demi Chan wants to swim. And I'm like, Really? This yeah. is where we're going on the well, last episode. And, and, the, and the second to last episode, like, kind of concluded it, like, where they did the thing where they made the video message for him and all that. And they had this sweet, like, kind of culmination. And then they just added on, like, an extra, well, oh, we forgot to do a swimming episode. So, like, let's get them all in, ba- in bathing suits, like, just kind of tacked on to the end for no reason. Yeah. I mean, really, you're right. The, the conflict at the end, and these conflicts are so minor. But as we're talking about, the mm-hmm. vice principal is. In, in, in a conflict that is resolved in eight minutes, so it's not really, it's not really a spoiler. The, the vice principal is concerned that he's spending too much time with the demis, right? And so, and not the regular students. For once, he has the problem, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But they they all they all band together and make him feel better about it, and that should have been the end of the show. Yeah, absolutely. That 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 last episode was just throwaway garbage, and. I was surprised they ended it there. I, I expected yeah. the show to be be the normal anime thing where, you know, the first three or four episodes is they ramp up, they introduce all the characters. Then they have like the seven episodes of fluff. Mm-hmm. And then the end is where they've tied all together. Yeah. But they didn't really tie it all together. I feel like they mm-hmm. just had fluff right to the end, which makes me feel like there might be more coming, but possibly I'm, un- I'm unsure. Um, yeah. I don't know. I think, um, again, that second to last episode kind of like wrapped it all up. So I don't know. If they would come back again, although they did introduce like um, one character t- towards the end that they didn't really give a lot of uh, information on the German kid. Yeah, I didn't give it. What the hell was that about? I don't know. And I don't know what he is. If he's like a demi of some sort for a sec, I thought he might be like an incubus or something because he wasn't affected by the succubus. And so I was like, oh, well, maybe he's an incubus or something like I that. I just think that was because he was too young to have like I don't, I mean, he, sexual he was high school age. Was he? Yeah. I don't maybe, know. Maybe it was a girl. They kind of introduced him and then just like... Maybe it was a girl. I thought, yeah, maybe that too. I don't know. So, yeah, I mean, that, for example, in the second half, they did that whole thing where the, the guy comes in that's concerned about crimes with succubus or whatever, mm-hmm. and that was completely uninteresting. And it, honestly, they threw it away. Yeah. Didn't that came well, and, that came and went, and they never brought it up again. Yeah, he was... that The guy that you're talking about was kind of well he was there to help the succubus a little bit to like give her the motivation to go and try to talk to takahashi like is it takahashi is that his name yeah takahashi um because she was not wanting to speak to him because she was worried that he would that he would only like her because you know he has no choice to because she's a succubus and she she wanted to like know if he really cared about her and stuff like that so that guy kind of came in and was like hey you know what you got to go out there and try and blah 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 you know to see if you know you Make something happen here. So, but they didn't have to have a, two of two characters introduced. No, to no, that, that second character was there for no reason. They didn't even need him. Like they yeah. could have, they could have had Takahashi accomplish that. Well, he, Takahashi can't advise her to hit on him. That doesn't make sense. He could have said something that would have made her feel better about the situation, guess, yeah, or the maybe. vice principal could have done it, or a, a parent. It could have been anybody. Right. She could have had a dream and realized she was being stupid. I don't know. It could have been anything. Yeah, who knows? I don't know. It was just that, that, and then there were some, and then like they spent a lot of time in the second half talking about how they couldn't stand being hot. 
that it was like the anime became about them being hot in the, in the second half. And I was like, more of this. Yeah. We get it. The the biology room is cool. Like it's like I the guess. temperature is yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. There there were definitely a lot of it it felt a bit disjointed, I I could say, and like the there wasn't like a a strong theme that carried it through. Like there there wasn't a strong arc of that, that required resolution. Like it was, it was a lot of like really small things that kind of became repetitive. It was like, okay, we get it. And it, it didn't really go anywhere after a while. So I, I could definitely see that it jo- was more. Josh Caleb says, I'm not paying attention to the show. What am I missing? Wait, what? Who's not paying attention to the show? Josh Caleb says, once again, he feels like Mitsugi is not paying attention to the show. Oh, I don't know. What is the point we're, I'm supposed to be discussing? Discrimination? Because that came and went a couple times, but... Yeah, well, that's what I was talking about, is that it's like they they didn't have like a large overarching theme and resolution. It was just like little things to where like, like, like specifically with discrimination that they touched on it here and there, but, and it had several resolutions throughout, but no major... I guess the major overall arc was the girl's coming to accept themselves i mean i think that's pretty much i guess but they kind of did that they already. did oh yeah like they did early that. in the show and then i guess they just kept touching on it throughout i don't know it just seemed a little um if the show's about discrimination there weren't very many people discriminating it was basically those two girls that i recall mm. and that was that was it um which is kind of shocking yeah, considering so. that like the dullahan it doesn't have a head so well, she does. She does, but it ain't attached. Yeah. I mean, you could easily discriminate against that girl, mm. but they don't do that. Like, even in the classroom, they all walk up to her like it's totally normal. There's three Delahan in the world. Right. And the other Demis are a succubus that looks human, mm-hmm. a vampire that, well, looks human because vampires generally look human. They just have teeth, sharp mm-hmm. teeth, uh, a snow woman who looks human, mm-hmm. and then a Delahan who has no head. Okay. One of them is obviously not like the others. Right, but in the classroom, all of the other students are more happily, are happy to walk up to her and just start conversing normally. Yeah. So if discrimination is a theme in the show, it wasn't hammered home very hard. Is my point. Mm. Yeah. No, I would agree. Um, I think it's more of just like a light kind of show that I don't know if it's necessarily something that requires that much thought. Like it's just kind of a hey, there's gonna be some cute girls and they're gonna have a little bit of problems here and there, but it's all gonna work out and yeah, just a light kind of fun show to watch that's probably gonna be forgotten in a few months follow up on the comment that it's it is it isn't an overarching plot rather slice of life vignettes talking about acceptance and disability yeah there i think go. we covered that i don't know what i'm i don't know what i was missing yeah i don't know but yeah. that's pretty much what it is so again it's not like i don't think it's anything groundbreaking or anything that's gonna that people are gonna remember it's just you know it's just a sweet little show with some cute girls and some funny moments and that's pretty much it it's an interesting approach to disability, though, because they're not, yeah, they're I, not real problems. Well, they are, though. For sure they are. But they're made up. They're, they're I mean, unless they're just metaphors for, for real things. That's what it is. Yeah, uh, absolutely. It's like, I mean, the, th- that's exactly what it is. Like, you know, because you see these people with these abilities or these, you know, well, yeah, what you would perceive to be abilities. But what you don't realize is that they have a hard time dealing because they're so different. And so it's it's helping. And the whole point of the show is them figuring out how to accept who they are, despite their differences and despite their challenges. I guess like, and I hope I'm not going like into a bad place here, mm. but 
Japan is a country that doesn't really have the kind of consideration for handicapped people that we would have. No, definitely not. And so I would. So it, if they're gonna go there and have a show about disability, except for Penchon. Yeah, except for Penchon. She cares. Not technically not disability. No, yeah, she does. Yeah. An- angelic girl. Um. So for sure she is. Um. If they're gonna go there with the disability for Japan, I'd like to see them be a little bit more on the nose about it. Yeah. Like, just make a freaking show about someone with a real disability. Yeah, but then nobody would watch it, so they have to make it about cute girls. But 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 this is the conversation that that we have, where I sit here and I go, oh, and and, and then you and then and then you and Chiaki say, oh, but you shouldn't just sweep it under the rug or whatever. You should be like, you should expose people to it, mm. right? And so like, there's va- even if no one's gonna watch it, someone has to make a, a statement about disability in Japan, because. I mean, I'd like to see. I, it's fine. It's it's a fine. It's a fine show, and I'm and I don't want to take it too seriously. Mm-hmm. But Japan has some catching up to do in that regard. And if that's what the show is, I'd like to see them be a little more obvious about it. Yeah, because like, oh, I get hot. That doesn't really cut <laughs> it. True. It doesn't yeah. cut it. That's not. That's. I wouldn't even call that a disability. I get hot. True. I do. Yeah. I get hot and grumpy. I don't want to be out in 100 degrees. And hungry. And hungry and I bitch. That's basically what the vampire that's, girl was yeah. doing. I was going to say so that's So she's <laughs> me. I, I don't have a disability. Well. I mean, okay. I don't know if she's you. Well, I mean, she gets hot. She's, yeah. You're probably more she, like she the snow woman. Ha- she doesn't even have to drink blood in this anime. Once a month is enough. Mm-hmm. And she just drinks it out of a bag. So if that's where they're going, I'd like to see them be a little more. You know what was kind of cute? What was when she was like talking? Very cute. It was when she was talking about how sometimes her teeth itch, and so she has to like nibble on people. And so there's like a scene where her sister, her twin sister, is like sitting there reading a book on the couch, and then she like kind of like leans over the couch and she's like, "Hey, my teeth itch." And so her sister just holds her arm out. That was really cute. So she can nibble, and she's like, "That was cute." I I loved her. She was really good. Anyway, I, I, all in all, all in all, I like the anime. Um. I just thought it was. I just thought they ran out of. They ran out of gas. I mean. Yeah, I could definitely see that. I I was super into it for the first five episodes. Really, I was. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it had moments in the second half, but I just felt like I can only have a joke about them being hot in the in the bio room so many times. Yeah, I think so. What's weird? Uh, what's interesting is that like you said that you like the beginning more than than the rest of it. Like I actually, the begin the first few episodes, I was like I was not enjoying this hmm. and. And I'm, and it's when I switched it to the dub that I was like, okay, all right, this is pretty funny. Like, so I, and, um, yeah, so I don't know, maybe it was just the, the writing that I just didn't enjoy until I, until I changed it over. But that's something maybe to, to mess with if you're, you know, watching a show and try watching it in either dub or sub the opposite of what you normally would and see if you enjoy it there. Cause you may. All right. So what do you think here? Um, I think overall it was a, it was a decent show. I don't think it's groundbreaking. I don't yeah. think it's exceptional, but it was an okay show, and I didn't mind watching it. I thought it was really cute. Um, yeah, it was cute. There were some hilarious moments in it for sure. Um, it was better than I thought, honestly. Yeah, yeah. I, I I would say that I enjoyed it. Yeah, I would say so too. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's gonna something I'm gonna go back and watch or you know again, but no. I I you know we watch a lot of really horrible shows. Um, so, although I feel like they haven't been that bad lately, we haven't had a really true. putrid one in a while. Yeah, well, especially this season coming up is awesome. Yeah, except for yeah, we're gonna have a hard awesome. time only picking eight this season. I think. No, we won't. We'll figure it out. But yeah, I think overall it was a, it was a decent show. Um, if I were to give it a score, 
I'm kind of floating in between two different scores, but I think just pick the higher score. Make people happy. <laughs> um, yeah, I think this is so. So yeah, I would give it. Uh, let's see here, uh, three and a half frozen tears out of five. Yeah, I'm gonna say um, three and a half bags of blood in the fridge because she didn't really need them. Yeah, but they're but they're in the wrong fridge because she's too lazy to walk up to her room and put it there. Unless it's a dessert, and then she'll hide it in there. Right. Or stick her feet in the fridge. That's or true. Her head. Or her head, and then she gets sick. Honestly, eighty percent of my enjoy- my personal enjoyment of this anime was the vampire was the girl. Vampire girl. <laughs> yeah, because she was the f- she was the most fun. That was mm. that was it. And yeah, I really like Takahashi, the teacher. Like he's yeah, just, he wasn't bad. He's just a good dude. You know, he he, he could have easily been one of those like faceless hentai men. Yeah, true. You know, I mean, but he wasn't. Yeah, he was actually a character for sure. And yeah, he and he and he was. They got a little pervy at times, but they never really followed through on it. So I can't really criticize the show too much for that. Mm-hmm. I mean, they just can't help themselves at times. Yeah. So like the succubus, they can't help but you know, show her. They had to have that pool episode for her breasts and all that. Right. You know, whatever right. they do, but yeah, it was pretty good. Right. Awesome. And it's a show you could watch with like your friends and your parents around because it's not. It's really not inappropriate. Yeah. And it's cute. So it's a it's a it's it wouldn't be a bad show to get new anime fans introduced. Yeah, that's not a bad point. It's not too heavy. It doesn't require that much thinking. It's not inappropriate. It just is. It just is. It just is. So there you go. Interview with interviews with Monster Girls gets a three and a half from the addicts. Yeah, from the guys, the boys. That's right. That's right. And the cat who's sleeping on the on the on still the, sleeping on, on Chiaki's couch. Yep. All right, so since we already did our mailbags, we don't need to do any more. And that's the end of the episode. All right. Yeah. So thank you, really, honestly, thank you so much for being the third chair, everybody in the audience. It's We we would not do the live show if it weren't for you guys. Well, so that's a fact. That's, that's a fact. Yeah. It would not exist, and we do enjoy doing it live for you. And you know the show would probably be way better if we didn't do it live. <laughs> mm, I'm but, not sure about that. I mean, I just mean like overall quality and stuff. I think it'd be about the same. Yeah, you're probably right. So <laughs> we figured out the live broadcast. That's true. It took, it it took us a couple eight years. Eight years, but we, <laughs> damn it, we did it. We figured it out. So thank you so much. If you want to if you want to know what we're doing in our upcoming podcast episodes, you can do it at our website, www.aaapodcast.com. You can also get our hentai episodes on there where we talked about Japanese girls from our trip on the last episode, and I told some Tinder stories. Which is pretty, pretty a very rare thing for me. True. So you might want to check that out. And we did a hobby addicts just this, just or before this on mm-hmm. Kazuo building a gaming PC. Yep. So that was kind of fun. And after that, and now we're gonna do a, an after party. So you can get all of that stuff on our website. Also, again, it's www.aaapodcast.com. And because Kazuo loves his Facebook group, yes. why don't you go ahead? Come hang out with us on the Facebook group page. Uh, you can chat with all the other listeners. Um, it is facebook.com/groups. Slash AAA podcast. Thank you again so much, all of you guys. I love all of you. You're all amazing. Enjoy your week. Enjoy your anime. Have fun. Be safe. I love you. Goodbye. Bye.